1: Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
2: Oh, and recording because I just don't know why I Uh, wouldn't push record button.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm Uh, trying to find questions. Of course, I'm in my glasses (gasps) on so I can't see. (laughs) While you're looking, let
2: me tell you a funny story. Oh, please do. So, have you ever been going through security at the airport, Mm -hmm. and they pull your bag? You—they need to look inside of it, and maybe there's There's something in there. Your vibrator? Yes. No, stop it! (laughs) I guessed it. I I knew it. I've literally been saving this story. it was when I came home from San I just San ruined Diego. it. <laughs> I just ruined it. You guys, <laughs> I've traveled. And if I take, if I decide to take a vibrator with me, I usually put it in my checked bag. But I didn't check a bag. And I was like, eh, chance it. Okay?
3: <laughs> I wonder how many times they've gone through your bag when you've when you've checked it and then found it. Just, I don't know. I just imagine like, like, smelling it or like... <laughs>
2: I mean, I wash it regularly, so <laughs> putting their hands all over it. So I went to San Diego, no problem. Okay. Okay. Was coming home, mm-hmm. bag goes through, and this they take my bag. Whose bag is this? And I was like, Oh, it's mine. Start thinking like, What's in there? And I was like, Oh. <laughs> takes it to the side, and you know, I mean, the San Diego airport was only really a great place for me to like stand. Like usually they have like the table, and you like, stand on the opposite side of it. Yeah. There was, like, a lot of shit around, around that area. So, I'm like, is there a good place for me to stand? So, I'm standing there, and he's, like, getting ready to look in there. And he goes, he said, yeah, you know, um, th- there was something that was, like, sh- Like he kind of, like, sh- like, did this shape thing. No. <laughs> and just to give you an idea, it doesn't, I mean, if you saw it, you'd be like, that's a sex toy. But a lot of <laughs> sex toys, you can get vibrators. They don't, it's not... They don't look like penises, right? Right, and he starts explaining it to me, and I was like, "Oh, there's people all around me." And I go, "Oh, that's definitely my vibrator." And he, (laughs) 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 this older gentleman, was he horrified? No, it's Um, almost like he wanted to react, but he was like also trying to like be professional. Be professional. And I go, oh yeah, that's that's definitely it's just it's that's just definitely my vibrator. <laughs> and he goes, and he he pauses and goes, um, would you like to do a private screening? And I go, oh no, I'm like, I mean, honestly, this might be more embarrassing for you than it is for me. <laughs> and he, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he had to take it out and inspect no, it. No, no, he so he didn't take it out. He like he starts going through my bag, and I go, oh, it's in the it's in the back, and I'm like letting him know where it's at. Oh and he goes and gets one of those little swabs no. to like swab it for, you don't know, um, explosives. explosives <laughs> it's going to explode something, but <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be an explosion. <laughs> I would be,
3: you, you handled it so well. I would have been like, and I go, uh, I
2: go. <laughs> um. I said, I was like, honestly, I knew, because I wasn't checking back, I knew there was a possibility of this happening. I'm telling the guy. <laughs> I go, and I figured if at any point, like, this interaction did happen, at least you would have something to talk about the rest of the day. <laughs> right, right. You've got a good <laughs> story to tell. And then I went oh on my, my way. Oh, my gosh. And then I went on my way. That is funny. So that happened. That is slightly embarrassing. And on and that funny. note welcome to another episode of between the reps
3: (laughs) yeah yeah welcome to an episode of between the reps
2: (laughs) with Brooke and Gina Gina. you know Uh, what I I had an interview this morning it was um on the John Ramos show Fox Sports Radio uh and he it was like a a zoom interview so it was a video too I, I think it might run on their website or something like that um and he was just talking about how he's been watching like videos on my YouTube and like he's listening to some, <laughs> listen to some podcasts and doing all this stuff to try and get like prepare right. for our interview. And he had said he, he loved the podcast and he said, it's very raw. Oh,
3: well. he's like,
2: you know, like you guys just talking. And I was like, yep. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> Not that informative.
2: <laughs> just, but you really liked and- it. And you know, it was a really that's nice compliment. Cool. He said, he thinks that that's what podcasts should be is people having a conversation and not some set, not like a bunch of like set up. Uh, I think he really liked it. Well, he did assume that our podcast is at the house on the couch because of quarantine, which no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. yeah, we but usually yeah, he, have a really nice studio. But he liked it. But yeah. Soon um. it'll be in the bus. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. That is awesome. You guys, it is, what's the date? I don't know. Oh, it's, it's June- Juneteenth. It's Juneteenth. You guys, it's not Juneteenth when you listen to this. but It's the 19th right um, now. And yeah, because
3: we'll have another podcast come out before even this one. Yeah. You know, a lot of people always think that we're not talking about things that are relevant, but it's just because <laughs> we have other yeah, ones you guys, we have and to we, put out. And we
2: apologize for that. And sometimes, yeah. like, for instance, I'm, I'm going home over the 4th of July because my sister's having a baby. So exciting. And so for me to be able to go home uh, to Utah... Like, me and Gina have to make sure we have podcasts recorded, or I can't leave. Well,
3: especially since people didn't like when we did the one on the phone. Yes.
2: (laughs) And my dad did tell me to tell Gina that he will bring her home with me. (laughs) He's so sweet. (laughs) And one of these days, she'll be like, okay. But usually she's like, I don't know if I can leave all my responsibilities. (laughs) I know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, this, this house that I built, it's the money pit. It is just taking all of my money. And I was, Brooke Which is why me.
2: we are doing Brooke. so many ads, you guys.
3: <laughs> I mean, Brooke had invited me to go to San Diego with her. And I loved the idea. I mean, like getting away and <laughs> having I having fun with her family. That sounds super shitty. But then I realized I had a hair appointment coming up and I thought, um, because she's, you know, she said, you know, you don't have to pay for a lot while you're down there. You actually don't have to pay for anything. Just like uh, get your flight. And I'm looking on there and I'm thinking, okay, it's 300 bucks. Not horrible. But then I realized my hair appointment was coming up and I needed new hair. Mm. And I was like, well, that's like $500. Like I think Everyone's I'll like, Gina, home. why are you spending so much money on your hair? I have priorities, guys. Forget
2: food. <laughs>
3: forget utilities. <laughs> I'll have my extensions.
2: Listen, I just want hair. <laughs> I just need it. I wish I could grow my own hair. (laughs) I know. Uh, Well, so anyways, the reason. uh, Oh, yeah. This podcast is kind of like a catch-up podcast. Yeah. You know, we're chatting. We're going to answer some questions. We're going to, I don't know, probably talk about stupid shit. Like my vibrator being exposed at the airport, which honestly I was totally fine with because neutralizing pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) That's stupid. Normalizing. That's what I meant. Neutralizing.
3: Nor- I was like, how are you neutralizing
2: it? I mean, it? It's, it's, it's neutral. It's a, yeah,
3: no, it's okay. Okay. You norm, normalizing pleasure. Nor- I'm trying to nor- normalize self-pleasure. <laughs> oh, that's a really good story. It's I guessed like it too. I knew it.
2: Well, can't we talk about that brand? That uh, sex that toy brand that wanted me to... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from them since, so... Oh. <laughs> I can never um, mind.
3: Well, so do you want do you want me to read some questions? Yeah, or? find
2: one, and I'm just gonna intro a potential interview we're gonna do. Okay, I haven't even told you about it. it. I actually <laughs> just reached out to her, her mom, actually, to see if she would be interested. Her name is Kiana Miller, mm-hmm. and she is I want to say she's 14. Okay, she's 14, and she's here in Santa Cruz, and she is a kick-ass surfer. Oh. She's Very like cool. this incredibly talented incredible surfer and I would love I talked to her mom Amy and I was I asked her I was like cuz you know we, she talks to me about her a little bit and you know she's asked me if I would maybe even just talk with Kiana about stuff that she deals with like with you know school girls and like oh well, mean girls yeah, you know I told you about my mean girl neighbor <laughs> and just like um Ugh. kind of getting into like a professional sport and dealing with some like scrutiny that comes with it. So, w- hopefully, she said that she would love to do it. She's out of town on a surf trip right now. She gets back uh, tomorrow, actually. Oh, cool. So, I hopefully will record next week okay. with her and yeah. kind of just discuss. I think it'd be really cool to discuss what it's been like, you know, really just her story when she just started. Just to get a perspective from somebody that young. Yeah. When she started, um, actually, I have to read this to you. So, Amy, her mom, Mm-hmm. when I f- asked her she texted this she said oh she said she would be happy to she is on a surf camp trip and can't pronounce that <laughs> <laughs> she won't be back until Saturday when she was she said when she was in the fifth grade she wrote an essay on how women athletes will soon get paid the same as men four years later the women surfers get paid the same That's what oh she said. nice so yeah she's a just a really cool Chick. Like a cool little chicken. Yeah, that we we gotta talk to.
3: Well, I look forward to that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out like which... Did you find
2: a question? I mean,
3: I, I have lots of them. I'm just trying to figure out what we want to delve into. Just pick one. Okay,
2: here it goes. Meeny
3: meeny, miny mo. Okay. We have.
2: Okay. <laughs> everyone's, like, everyone's like, this is
3: riveting. I know. Okay. This is from Aaron Green. I'm struggling because I don't have my
2: glasses. Do you want um, to read it? Yeah. Okay. Where are your glasses? In my backpack. Okay. And leave okay. them. Okay. I absolutely love your podcast. Hearing you guys talk about nothing <laughs> <True>. <laughs> is one of my favorite parts of the week. <laughs> Thank love you. Your hon- love your honesty and transparency. Clearly, I was very honest and transparent (laughs) today. I've worked out for about 17 years doing various things ranging from years spent in a global gym setting, taking group fitness classes, outdoor running, at-home beach body workouts, especially during quarantine, and for the past two years, CrossFit, which I love. I've always paid attention to nutrition, labels, and tried to eat a balanced diet. I'm not overweight. In fact, I have a very muscular build and can relate to the stories that Brooke tells about people making her feel masculine because of her natural build. Assholes liked to pick on me for the same things. Since turning 35 last November, I feel like I'm noticing a change in my body. I just feel thicker, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. (laughs) Especially around my midsection. Maybe it's just part of getting older, but I'm really trying to dial in my nutrition. I had great success with the RP diet about 18 months ago, but it was so tedious to weigh and measure every single thing that went into my body. I felt like I spent half of my mealtime trying to log my food and measure it out. As a working mom of a six-year-old, I just can't. I've also counted macros and calories in my fitness pal, which is, a easier, which is easier in my opinion. I understand that the only way I know, only way I...
3: Wait to know how.
2: The only way to know how much... I can it, see it from how much, <laughs> here. <laughs> I can't see it up close, it? I can. How much you're eating is to track it. True. Most recently, I've been doing a modified version of intermittent fasting, where I don't eat a meal until lunchtime, then eat a balanced diet between early afternoon and 8 p.m. I, started, I start feeling really sick and nauseous mid-morning, so I sip on protein shake until early afternoon when I eat actual food. I know the shake te- technically breaks the fast, but I feel like I'll pass out and throw up at the same time. Well, that's not good. If I don't get a few sips in my stomach, I can't even fast correctly because I can't make it without the shake. Uh, all this to say, help. I'm obviously struggling to find something that fits. Was wondering how you eat. Do you still count macros? Are you winging it? Help a sister out. Um, what are some good food options I can have on hand? I'm drinking two shakes a day because I'm out of ideas on how to get my protein without just sitting around eating meat all day. I also suck at meal prepping. I buy the food and have good intentions Then I get an hour or two to myself on a Sunday afternoon. And the last thing I want to do is cook a week's worth of chicken. I guess that part is my fault. Just being honest, dude. I feel you.
3: Yeah. Sounds very familiar.
2: Okay. Let's do the, let's do, let's answer the part about food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I too, um, sort of intermittent, like sort of fast a little in the morning and it, But also not to the standards of what, like you, like you say you sip on protein or you feel like you're going to pass out and vomit at the same time. For me, sometimes I will wake up (laughs) at like 4 a.m. Could be 3 a.m. Could be 6 a.m. And I'm, if it's really early, early, I like have to eat something to help me go back to sleep. So I usually get up and I get like a half a piece of this gluten free bread that I have, and I put peanut butter and jelly on it, and I eat that, and go back to bed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, and then because depending on what time that was, sometimes it's like you know around five, or and I eat something like that. When I actually get up around seven thirty, I don't, I don't normally eat first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll wait a few. I'll wait till about eleven or noon sometimes before I really eat something. Obviously, that's not every day. Sometimes I will have like a small something depends on how hungry I am or depends on what I'm about to do, like what in, what my day looks like, what my training looks like. Um, for me, food on hand, protein shakes are fantastic. Um, for a lot of people, bars can work really well. Just I just have to really check the yeah. facts. Yeah. Um, Obviously, I think that choosing to get your sustenance from things like protein shakes and bars primarily is not a great idea. We, It's definitely better for you, um, not only for training and recovery, but just your health to be eating whole foods. And also, I'm actually looking more into it, but like eating seasonally mm-hmm. is really good for you. Um, stuff that I'll do if I'm on the go, I eat like sandwiches a lot, like, eat, like really pretty, uh, pretty plain. <laughs> I should think Colby was laughing at this the other day. I'll just grab a piece of bread and put like mustard on there, pickles and some meat, fold it up and eat that on the go. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy. You can also just prep that, um, which doesn't take very much time. I used to do a lot of like we used to meal prep me and Gina Mm -hmm. and we would do like the Sunday thing and we would we'd have dinner but when we grilled we would grill a lot extra we'd do Mm -hmm. a bunch of extra now what works best for me is I have I work with trifecta so trifecta is an organic meal delivery service fresh never frozen Um, they can really tailor to your needs on the website so you kind of sign up you know they offer you can do like a uh paleo or keto or vegetarian or vegan these options and then from there you can even be more specific or like what i used to do and i still get i started getting the meals some meals just this this year and i've actually quite enjoyed it um but before that i only got a la carte and so a la carte i'd get like 2 pounds of chicken um sweet potatoes rice you know, they do a la carte vegetables, and then I would just already have stuff made, and then all I would have to do is pre- prepare the meal, which I enjoy doing the a la carte because you don't actually have to grill or cook all the meat. It's already done, and it all reheats really well, mm-hmm. and then what you can do is kind of make a salad with it, or make a saute with it, or put it in your eggs, or do things like that, which takes, it takes a lot of that prep time out of there. Um, Gina drinks a lot of protein shakes. I do. Because she... As we get older, but in general, you need just more protein. need protein. You get I just older. can't eat enough of it. Yeah, and she doesn't, she, when she eats, can't eat. Oh. She actually just can't eat as much as she's supposed to. <laughs> <I know>. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh, you can't. <laughs> oh, you bitch. Seriously. So for her, she drinks a lot of protein because she knows that when she does eat, like she's hungry and she eats, but it's not going to be the amount. Like She actually can't consume in a like in a sitting the amount of protein that she needs right. so she does supplement with scoops of protein powder Um mm-hmm. early in the day and then at nighttime yep right
3: usually sometimes <laughs> in the afternoon I'll do one yeah yeah it was funny my sister got some protein and she, uh, somebody told her you know when you feel like you want to snack then just make a protein shake and but she actually read the directions and it says one scoop per eight ounces of water. And she, she said, it's so gross. <laughs> she said, I can't drink it. And I said, no, you don't have to do it that way. You do however you just want. do a little bit of water. And I was, you know, I've, I've talked about it before. I literally do like five or six ounces of water and three sco- scoops of protein. So it's, yeah. just, it's and it's not, like,
2: Gina likes to drink pudding. I, I
3: know you've said that before. <laughs> it doesn't have that consistency.
2: But it's just easier. It's just easier to yeah. drink that way. But yeah. Other than that,
3: I know it's it's you just, hard. To you kind of just have to you,
2: d- you have to dabble with like different things that kind of, you know, work for you as far as like snacks goes or uh meal prep. I think that if it's something that's po- a possible possibility for you working with a company like Trifecta is a fantastic idea. So many people um their first reaction is like oh that's so expensive. But it is not. Uh if you add up how much you spend at a grocery store, for me it's almost daily. Right. Cuz I'm always I and I just enjoy going to the grocery store. So I don't really go and buy for a whole week. I just buy for a few days and then I go back and get like fresh produce. Because i found when I buy too much produce at a time, it, it just goes, goes bad. bad before mm-hmm. I can even use it. Yeah. Um, it really, if you're not eating out and you're choosing to like really focus on your tr- nutrition and you're eating at home and you're not going to the grocery store and spending the like high dollar on the things like meat and a lot of produce that can be more expensive, you just put that toward a shipment that comes, actually it's on my counter right now, it showed up today. It comes every Friday and it's not frozen. It's fresh. It's vacuum sealed. And you just put it in the fridge. Has like the dates to use it by. And um, yeah, they the only meal that I've received that doesn't heat up super well is the ones that have pasta in it. And it's like the, because I was, they have like low calorie pasta. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it'd be good. And then I've, I've heated it different ways um the microwave and all the pasta became one pasta <laughs> 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 like molded together and i still tried to eat it and then i was like, cause, like the flavor was so good yeah and then i was like oh no i can't do it and i ended up throwing that one away mm. but and then i tried the next time on the stovetop thinking like i'll heat it like right lower temperature it. you know and it's still kind of molded together a little bit but it was better so
3: maybe it's just um, a little starchy or something yeah and
2: i feel you on i've, I've never done rp but i know i tried. i know people that I have was done a giant it failure. and really enjoyed it and have seen like great success doing no, results it. yeah um for me you got to find something that like is gonna be it's gonna be the easiest possible way for you to find success Um, sometimes I do think there is a lot for someone to, you can learn from doing something like Mm -hmm. that where you do have to be regimented. You, you, you do have to weigh and measure. Um, and after so long of doing that, you almost like for me, like you almost do it naturally can kind of like keep an idea of what you've eat, what you have eaten and the amounts you start seeing things. You can kind of see how much of something you need without needing to weigh and measure it. So it's a nice little tool that after Getting really used to it becomes very natural, Um, and yes, as you as you get older, it does it does change. Yes, and harder. And a lot of that has to do with too, like your activity level or, or your training. Like, is it is it exactly the same as it was, or has that changed a little bit too? Because overall, we just have to pay attention to all the factors, and then make adjustments that, you know, work with those. I guess.
3: And I liked her idea. if you if she has her numbers from RP, they kind of have numbers. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you how much of the protein and they they'll just tell you throughout the day. But you can add those up. And if you are using your fitness pal, if you're using it enough, like you said, you'll start to get an idea of like what that
1: looks like. You can host the best backyard barbecue.
0: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
2: And you asked if I am counting. No. I (laughs) should.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Should Right now. But you've also, you also, again, did it for a while. For a long time. You have a good idea of what you're putting into your body when you're, when you are eating.
2: Yes. I, your brain's like a little calculator. I took my first break from counting when I was, after I had my spine surgery. So after I, when I was like on recovery from my cervical fusion, that was the first time I didn't count and I just sort of intuitively ate. And when I did start, when I started training again to try and go back to regionals after that, and I started like doing my diet again. It was almost like I had just given myself like a really nice break. That, um, so when I came back and started dialing things in and started counting, uh, my body responded really well. Um, I, I do not train the way that I did when I was training for competition, so I do not eat the way that I did when I was training for competition. And there are certain things that I enjoy that I never really, I guess, enjoyed that much when I was focused on training because I couldn't, right? So, like, I I definitely drink in, drink alcohol more than I ever did because when I was competing, I never did, right, at all, rarely. And it was not because it wasn't allowed. It was because I was so hungry, I would rather eat those calories than drink them, Right, you know? And I remember when me and Gina would hang out and she was like, I'd rather drink them and not eat them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I did. She was, and, but like, she also has the gift of like, not really wanting to eat big meals. And I'm over here like, lay off me, I'm starving.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I love the difference too, between somebody just trying to stay at a certain weight and then somebody yes. who says, you couldn't do what I was doing and still <laughs> yes. be a high performance athlete. I've never been a high performance athlete. So, so
2: that's all, a very yeah, different Yeah, and thing. also I- You know, I guess now I've just, I've been able, I've been able over the course of years, um, been able to change my relationship with food in a sense that I do allow myself to have and indulge in certain types of foods um, more often, but I have way more like a sense of control that I'm not going to overdo it. And then just a sense of awareness um, in a way that I can enjoy it and not immediately feel like terrible guilt about eating it that was a big thing that I had to overcome too Mm -hmm. like I would have I don't know a cookie or something and it was like all I did was feel so guilty like (laughs) oh my god what have I done what have I done (laughs) I've ruined everything (laughs) seriously And now I'm just like, oh, my period's coming around. (laughs) I blame, I blame, I blame it on my period. What's so funny is I was at my parents' house, not this last time I was there, but the time before, and I was just so hungry, like so hungry that my parents were laughing because in the morning they'd come out and like they're like, my dad's like, I heard you in the kitchen last night, (laughs) (laughs) just foraging around, and a little mouse. And so I was blaming my hunger on my period, and my dad's like, so my dad started blaming his hunger on my period. Oh, uh, he's so funny. Um I was so she was also asking about what do
3: you keep on hand for food? Yes. And you and you answered some of that. But are there
2: anything that,
3: like besides just So the-
2: I I have BIA bars that I really enjoy. It's B I A. Bia bars and they're really good. Um they are I think like if you know what a, a perfect foods bar is, it's definitely like a peanut butter almond butter kind of based bar. With that said, I have those on hand for when I'm on the go and I need something. Um, Also, sometimes I don't want to eat a big meal in the morning, but I am kind of hungry. So I'll have like a half of that with my coffee. Or I like riding my bike a lot. So if 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 I'm training and like I'm doing something that's high volume, those are really great for me for just calories, especially if maybe I'm not super hungry, but I need to eat something. Um, on other than that, the stuff I have on hand is like already made food what, trifecta, trifecta chicken, Add um, some veggies, do veggies, some veggies, yeah. Throw everything on like lettuce. It's really for me. I just like if I need vegetables too, or maybe I'm hungry but I can't eat the like. For instance, I'm just really hungry. But I'm trying to not overeat or overdo something. I'll put everything on lettuce to give me volume. (laughs) It's a filler. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's a filler. What do you do, Gina? Well. On hand. I have, so what I do is I, I'll make
3: dinner a few times a week. I don't make dinner every single night. So what I try to do is make extra so that I have leftovers. So it's it's not exactly meal prepping. I'm not planning for the entire week because for me, I don't know what I'm going to want. Exactly. <laughs> There's too many, and I, and you'll get sick of the same thing. So when, I mean, I'm very impressive when people make food for an entire week, but you're pretty much eating the same thing all week. So I'll do a huge thing of enchiladas.
2: We did one of our recipes yes. on there. Super easy. Same. So fast. I, start, I started making them because Gina was making them. And I yeah. go over to her house for enchiladas and they're so they're good. They're so
3: easy. So fast. Or I'll have uh, the low... I always have the low-cal um, flour tortillas. Love those. I love the... the uh, What is it? Dave's bread? Dave's, bread? Dave's killer bread. Dave's killer bread is so good. It's only, I think, 14 calories per slice because you get the thin sliced. And they just came out with a white bread. Ooh. I've eaten wheat bread for so long or you know multi soaks so, it'll be like a treat and it's the white bread is so good um so i do a lot of sandwiches like brooke does but i just make sure you know a lot of people put like two slices of turkey in there you gotta but get I a big pile old, It. you gotta pile it
2: i pile it on and, there so much that like that thin bread starts to split
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's busting out i'm busting out of here uh and mustard stay away from you know mayonnaise even though it's good I definitely um, use it on mine. See, I just do mustard,
2: but that's also because I'm like, I feel
3: like I I feel like mustard takes over the mayonnaise taste, so why put it in there?
2: Well, recently I've done a little bit of mayo, and then I put Frank's hot sauce in there. Oh, see, and there you I go. mix it up, and <laughs> like then that? that's on one with that's your on, hand. <laughs> that's on one slice, uh-huh. and then on the other half, I do mustard. Okay, and then I do pickles, and just meat and lettuce. Um, if I want to do any, I rarely do, like, I rarely have sliced cheese at my house. Yeah, I don't do but cheese. But I have had it. And it's usually because I have some certain things that if I'm making food for other people, I like to have stuff that actually tastes good <laughs> for other people. <laughs> um, and so sometimes I'm like, yeah, I want cheese on there. Oh, actually, hmm. laughing cow cheese. Oh, you do like love the, that so the La- little wheel. The, yeah. So Laughing Cow, they have like the light Swiss cheese or like but it's like soft cheese. Mm-hmm. They come in little uh
3: triangles, triangles. Mm-hmm. And it's like if there if it was a wheel that was cut up. Yeah.
2: Low calorie, tastes great. It spreads really easily. So sometimes if I do sandwiches, I put that on there and then I don't do mayo or anything. I just do pickles, mustard, lettuce, meat. And it's bomb. And sometimes I do. I never used to buy like salami. Oh, salami! So and now good. I buy salami, and I'll put a few pieces of that on there. Mm.
3: Yeah, you just have to do a couple. That's what That's I, I do.
2: That's all you need. Ton of
3: turkey, and then just
2: a couple slices. Because it's so flavorful. Yeah, it's slow, so really flavorful, good. like feta cheese. Feta is a great cheese if you're like I love cheese, and I know that I shouldn't be eating it. Feta is great because you don't need a lot of it mm. to add a little bit of flavor to your salad, to whatever. Really. Bomb. Um, I don't know if that helps. They're like, well, this didn't answer yeah. any of my questions. Uh, also, I love veggie chips. Oh, mm-hmm. if you are looking for something that's and hummus, a snack or whatever, hummus, veggie chips, salsa, um, bitchin' sauce, stuff with flavor, so good. bitchin' sauce. If you ever had, I think we've ch- talked about it before. Oh my gosh, it's so good, and it's also one of those things that I have to sort of hide from myself. <laughs> In the fridge. You could probably put that on a sandwich. I have. Mm. It's bomb. And then right. you, were, you were discussing, you asked about, you know, you wanted some help because you're 35 and you're finding that you feel really thick. Listen, I feel you on that. I've always had a lot of muscle, but like, especially just being, having more size on your body, um, muscle, when you are bloated or retaining water, or maybe you just have a few extra pounds on. It does, like, for me, it's like, I do feel just thicker, like, in my clothes. um, If I can maintain a little bit more of, like, a... It's literally a matter of, like, a few pounds that I can finally... I feel a little more comfortable in my clothes. If I do that, it's like, I'm more... I feel better about my body or my size, or even just, like, healthier. I just feel Mm. healthier. Um, I obviously don't know exactly what you're eating, or what your training regimen looks like, but rule of thumb, if you are not training to be or as a high performance athlete, try cutting back your carbohydrates. And I don't want to say up your fat because I guarantee you're already getting more than enough. And that's not because I'm like us making assumptions about you. I'm making assumptions about everybody. There is fat in everything. Mm -hmm. Like even me explaining my sandwich, like salami. Yeah. Full of it you know so it's like if i you do trade offs if i do eggs and i want bacon i do egg whites because i want to i want to do bacon if i'm not doing bacon i might have a whole egg instead of just egg whites you know and that's just me choosing where i get that fat from because fat packs a serious punch and for me if i am overdoing my fat even just a little i feel puffy i'm a little softer Um, and that it could just be because I've eaten and trained in a way that I just function better with fueling my body with carbohydrates over fat. Also, I don't digest it super well. And I'm in the process of trying to like, you know, understand my gut health more, but maybe try and play with something like that. Maybe cut out, maybe you're, if you are someone who you're like, I already don't eat any fat, then maybe go the opposite way. Right? Maybe if you're not eating any fat and you're eating too many carbs and you're feeling this certain way, maybe try cutting down your carbs, upping your fat. Or if you're like, I eat tons of fat and no carbohydrates, then drop your fat, up your carbs. Um, and then whatever you choose, choose to do, be consistent with it and give yourself at least like a week to really see how you're going to respond. Yeah, it's not, not, gonna not be overnight. Yeah. You, you need to allow yourself, whatever you do, whatever changes you make with your diet, um, unless you have like a drastic, let's say you're trying to lose like a hundred pounds, right? At that point, it's like, we know we got to cut calories. But if you're just trying to make little changes, because, you know, you're trying to just change things a little bit, like not drastically, um, already, it might be a little bit harder for you to make, see those changes happen, but you don't want to do anything drastic to your diet. Like try something a little bit, a little bit smaller, and then give your body some time to actually adapt to that change and then be consistent with it. And then you'll be able to see like, is my scale going down? Is it going up? Am I feeling better inches going down? Yeah. 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 And then just pay attention to all those markers and then change it accordingly. And we believe in you. You can do it. You can do it. it Right now I am trying to do a two week shred. What? Two week shred yeah bro <laughs> yeah no, I'm okay. going I'm going home for I'm the 4th two week shred
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> look you two like go surfing shred.
3: twice and now
2: see what happens to you two weeks shred, shred bro. Brad. <laughs> 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 eats one salad <laughs> so healthy shredded no I, I'm going home for the fourth of July and uh So you're gonna get shredded before you go? Dude, just trying to just trying to like tighten things up a little bit. So last night at dinner, Uh I drank water. Oh, good job. Step one. I did not. I drank a bottle. Well, you weren't with me, so solidarity didn't work. (laughs) I know. know. If we're together, it's solidarity. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm the bad influence in your life.
2: I did it to you the, the other day. day. You did do it to me. <laughs> I you did? did. I'm like, what the fuck, Gina? <laughs> yeah. You solidarityed me? <laughs> I I I'm going to solidarity you. Get a drink. <laughs> I like to pick and choose.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, we want another question? Yes, please. Okay. This is from Fallon Savage. Very cool name. Uh, hello, Brooke and Gina, longtime listener here, forever a fan, truly. First, I want to say thank you for doing your part in amplifying Black Lives Matter. Uh, posts and going out to a protest. Every voice is so important, but yours is even more so. Lol, no pressure or anything because it can reach so many at once. Second, I have a question about ultimate tag and a neighbor problem. I want to run by you both because Ooh. I wonder what you would do. Okay, okay. An ultimate tag. How firm? This is obviously for you. Not for you. <laughs> no. An uh, ultimate tag. How firm is the padding that is everywhere? I am watching episode three as I type this, and man, I can't believe how cool it is. Also, how did you feel being in front of a live audience again?
2: The padding is pretty firm. Um, it has to be firm enough for us to be able to run and jump and do oh, things right. on. You know what I mean? Like you so can't it's not super cushy. If it's the only the only episode or the only uh, game that had pretty cushy padding was the one that you had, they had to tag the button. Oh, they had to hit the button and uh-huh. they kind of, they had, there was trampolines cause you could run and jump on the tramp and literally dive for the button. Was that the first one? No, I saw It's like, I know, but I think it's like game oh, number three. Different? You've seen it. It's on every episode. I haven't watched all the episodes. Oh,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was like feeling bad. Like, Oh, no, watched it's all. on every episode.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the only one because people are literally jumping in the air. Oh, okay. Other than that, stuff's pretty padded, but I beat the shit out of myself for two weeks. (laughs) You know, I think like running and jumping full speed and you might, you you shin stuff sometimes. Oh yeah, I bet. Or in my case, I think it was on the last episode because on my interview this morning, he referenced it and I was like, how embarrassing. (laughs) I got into a foot race with these chicks that were so fit. One of them, being she was a crossfitter, which also was very cool. Doing ultimate tag, I had no idea who the competitors were. They had no idea who the taggers were, and apparently, I had a lot of people competing that were big supporters of mine. Oh, that's so it. It was very cool, especially because I was brought in so last minute that I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Right, and so that was it. Made it a little bit more exciting for me. Um, Live audience. It was crazy. Also funny because the live audience, they are people like they're, they are like extras. Oh, they're not. So they do like, what's really cool is like they get to come and watch every, watch the whole thing. And it's not like they've seen it and they don't work there all the time, Mm -hmm. but they, it is a show. So, you know, they kind of, um. They know when they have to like really cheer, like different people were, you know, fans of different taggers and they passed out like different signs people had, but they're pretty much like, they're enjoying it, but also kind of acting a little bit too, right. you know, and that's important because they're being cued. It's a TV show. You need to be, I mean, it's, a, none of it was set up like the game, <laughs> right? The only time they ever had to stop a game and restart it is if someone got hurt or something happened where they couldn't see if the tag was pulled and literally they would stop you exactly where you were and they would replay footage and have to like do like a pickup so like you wouldn't even move like they would you go to your spot
3: (laughs) (laughs) you just midair. hold it (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) but yeah it was uh it was different yeah i've never done i've never been in front of a studio audience yeah except for the ones that here are here right now Right. watching this podcast oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for, thank you for coming thank you thank for you. coming thank you
0: everybody
1: angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move for your less paper Humble. it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds
0: easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list.
1: Dua Lipa. You
3: know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective.
1: Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't is because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I, I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spout Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get your podcasts.
2: thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast we really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you so please rate review and subscribe to help this podcast grow and if you like the podcast get the word out and now back to the show um okay neighbor Uh, neighbor problem you could answer this for sure
3: I don't know. My na- I just found out my neighbor doesn't like me, guys.
2: Apparently her neighbor said the entire neighborhood doesn't like me. Yeah,
3: all the neighbors don't like me.
2: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> really? Nobody? Not oh any God. of them? And we found out that her neighbors are peeping Tom's because they were peeping over into Gina's yard <laughs> when me and Daniel and Colby were taking photos for Enswear. I know. And she- somehow that turned into a negative experience <laughs> for that person.
3: My son's fiance does her hair, I guess. And so she was over the other night, had all the kids over, and she goes, "Well, uh, the neighbor below you is having a wedding, and so she really wants to make sure you're not having anything on that day." And I said, "Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I don't, you know, I won't make a bunch of noise." And she she's telling me all this stuff that the neighbor complains about me all the time to her, and she goes, "I feel bad for telling you, but maybe you should go over and introduce yourself." I'm thinking, I'm not gonna go over and introduce myself now. There's no way. When I first moved into the neighborhood, I sent letters out with my phone number on it because we were working on the house. So I felt like I had initiated that. Maybe I should go door to door during a pandemic and introduce myself. I don't know. I don't know no. what the right thing is to do. No. So, so, yeah, I guess she was telling her that I released rats into her yard.
2: <laughs> she said, and I blow I
3: stuff into their pool and I'm very loud. And I'm thinking, they've had about six different parties. Since yeah. I, I was just in there. there and
2: they were having a bat, a shitty one, bachelorette party in their backyard
3: <laughs> that ended at like 8 PM. All this during a pandemic, they're having a 60 person wedding in their backyard. So yeah. Anyway, I was told that she says that nobody likes me.
2: I said, and I, told, I feel
3: like I'm the new girl at high school. I again, told Gina this a mean being girl. liked is overrated. overrated. <laughs> this is so funny. Okay. So second question, I rent a split house on the second floor over a family of four. I work at 6 a.m. almost every day. Since the kids are out of school, the downstairs 13-year-old keeps having sleepovers in the backyard and making noise till probably 3 a.m. on an average. I tried talking to the parents, but all they do is yell at the kid and then let her have another sleepover the same <laughs> night. <laughs> That sucks. The other day, I caught boys trying to jump the fence to join the party. What do I do to get some peace? I sent my landlord a letter today, but I thought I could reason with them first. Gina, help! Do I booby trap the yard, home alone style, passive aggressively manspread on the porch? Yes. <laughs> Any advice would help. <laughs> Love always. You both rock, and I can't wait to try the men's menswear. That's very cool. Man spread for Man sure. Man spread. I don't know. That might get you arrested. I wouldn't do that.
2: You know what? I would scare <clears> him. <throat> I would scare him. <laughs> I feel
3: like if you could be a real dick, and if there are boys jumping the fence, you could go tell on her. Actually, you should corner the kid and tell her that you're going to tell her parents. Yep. And then I know she'll stop what? having sleepovers.
2: Yeah, I saw. What are you talking about? (laughs) Listen, you have one more fucking sleepover party. And you, I'm definitely going to tell your parents, I've got video of (laughs) the boys
3: (laughs) jumping into the
2: yard, sneaking over.
3: Yeah, that's hard. Man. I mean, all you, it sucks. I understand you're not trying to be a dick. Obviously, when you live in close quarters that you have to be, you have to understand that they want to have fun. Dude, we need
2: to have Courtney answer this question. <laughs> I, know, I know. Courtney lives in a place right now and like through, so she's been working at home and she's like working from home and the neighbor kids like during pandemic like During the here,
3: pandemic had, would she say like 20 kids back there? Maybe yeah. that was an over-exaggeration, was but almost, a lot of kids. It was kids. as if
2: like all the parents, like in the, it's like, she lives in a, a like, like town townhome sort of thing. Yeah. Like cul-de-sac or whatever. Mm-hmm. So all of them are very close together. And it was, she said it was almost like all the parents right there just sent all their kids to one house. <laughs> Jumping on the trampoline <laughs> every day. And she, you know, has to deal with that noise. And then the second that she does a workout in her garage, they all complain about her the working be- out and banging. the weights banging. Yeah. You know, um, I would just, if it if it continues, maybe don't tell the parents, maybe, yeah, like Gina said, talk to the kid directly (laughs)
3: but make sure nobody nobody sees you just be
2: super nice about it like hey um hey super fun that you're having sleepovers that's i remember when i used to do that i remember when i used to jump fences to see girls (laughs) (laughs) yeah
3: you know this is terrible advice by the way (laughs) don't don't
2: do this (laughs) but maybe she needs to hear it from you like hey it's totally I mean, cool that you're able to hang out with your friends and have people over. That's really cool. I used to love doing that. Um, I work super early. I have to be up and I, you know, I would really appreciate it if you could keep it down.
3: I honestly don't know why parents are letting, I, I mean, that's pretty shitty. You don't let a kid have a sleepover constantly, like every night. Yeah. Every night. I mean, come on, every night till 3 a.m.? When my kids had sleepovers, they had a time they had to go to bed. You get some water this balloons. Is, this is really bad. One time Jordan, it was for his birthday. And I told him, I said, you guys have to go to bed. I think I let them stay up till one or something like that. Ooh. And the, our game room where they would all sleep because yeah. it had the big TV in it and stuff mm-hmm. was right above our bedroom. And so they're just being obnoxious and laughing. And I'll tell you what, I do not miss sleepovers. At all,
2: I never had them at my house. Really, never. Your parents were smart. I oh. never had them at my house, and I don't even know if it's because my parents said no, or if I was too nervous about having them at my house. <laughs> I just never even, I never even offered. Right. And the only time there were sleepovers at my house was like my cousin would sleep over, and you know what happened to me when that happened? So you never had big sleepovers, not with really at my for house for birthdays or for lots at other friends' houses. Yeah, that was smart never of your parents. At also, Whoa. probably because you really couldn't. There was no room for air at my <laughs> right, house. Right. <laughs> Lots of room for air at my friends' houses. Stay up late, right? No problem. Um, well, no. Yeah. So one time
3: I actually went upstairs. I had, I had warned them a couple times. I was exhausted, and I think I think they were like eleven or twelve, and I think there were about eight kids up there, and I told them. I said. You know, when you're a kid, it's so embarrassing when your mom is mean to yeah. your friends. Yep. I finally went up there and I said, one more time, and I'm coming up here, and I'm sleeping up here with you.
2: <laughs> and they-, they His oh, friends are uh, probably like, you can sleep by me. No. <laughs> gross. No. <laughs> no. Mrs. John <laughs>
3: I awkwardly had one of Jordan's friends- <laughs> At one of the parties that we had, I think he was in middle school. He was in eighth grade. This kid was just little Don Juan or something. He came over and was pretending to give me a lap dance. Oh, was like, oh dude, gosh. get away from me. This is are- Robinson. I, I was like, get, <laughs> get away from me. No, but, um, and I did because they made more noise. And I said, that's it. And I went upstairs and I took a blanket and a pillow and I laid on the floor. And every time they'd start talking, I go, and they finally all fell asleep and they went back downstairs and went to sleep. It was annoying. So yeah, it's, that's a tough situation because you have, A, one, parents that are letting their kids run rampant and that's you know what? not good.
2: Maybe you could just talk to the parents and say, hey, I just, I have, I want to run this by you. Well, he already did. That's I what know, but saying. this is a new idea. Oh, again. Okay. I just want to run this idea by you. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to. Be packing water balloons. <laughs> That's called assault. <laughs> you can't do that. Don't hit them, <laughs> but land the water balloon
3: near near them. You know, you can release rats into their
0: yard.
2: Listen, nowadays <laughs> that probably would be assault. When I was growing it's up, assault. that would have been fair game, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Yeah, no, it's assault. <laughs>
3: just a water balloon launcher just taking kids out right and left (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah yeah I yeah you're stuck in a spot well you're letting your landlord know and that's good I mean that's the only thing you can do you've done everything you can you've talked to the parents that's the responsible thing to do you know the other thing I like I said you can snitch her out
2: (laughs) or snitch and tell tell the parents that she's having boys over also when it's happening when you're like trying to go to sleep and they're just loud as fuck just go out the door and say hey Keep it down! I'm going to call the cops. (laughs) Dude, that would work for sure. I
3: don't know if that works for kids anymore. I don't think they're scared of anything.
2: I mean, you might as well try it.
3: I know (laughs) You could try it.
2: Or you say something like, or you say something like smell. Or you say, you say, don't make me come over there.
3: Get a garden hose.
2: Release a bad smell. Yeah, just
3: release a bad smell. Find something that's really sulfuric or, or something. Yeah. Sulfury just, smelling. you' just hard boil a bunch of eggs.
2: <laughs> and then somewhere near Let where they rot. are. Like sneak out there ninja-like <laughs> and just push them. I'm picturing them all sleeping on uh, a trampoline because we used to do that a lot. Yeah. So somehow get those eggs under the trampoline. Uh, yeah. And then they'll go
3: inside. I think he's hearing it through the, actually, now that I'm. Thinking, I think maybe he's hearing it through the wall because he shares an apartment. What could you do through the wall? Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, you should probably scare the shit out of him.
2: You probably should scare him. Mm-hmm. You probably definitely You should definitely scare him.
3: <laughs> Start making him think their house is haunted.
2: Dress up like a big, big scary person and just like walk by the window at <laughs> night. <laughs> I used
3: to do that to my sister. We had this old man mask. Yeah, and I would just stand outside the window and I go ding
2: freak her out dude my brother I'm had dead. masks when i was little i vividly remember him wearing one of his scary masks and i probably was like six <laughs> chasing me around the house and i was I'd be, so and I'd just so like mean. crying and he was just chasing me and i was just like stop it cody and he'd go i'm not cody <laughs> <laughs> dude my yeah my siblings were mean i know we were all mean to each other too Tortured
1: my, sis- my other sister would bit. pick
2: me up from dance and i remember if i was Pissing her off in the car ride home. There was, this cornfield isn't there anymore, but she'd pull over to the side of the road and tell me she was going to make me get out and walk home and the boogeyman was going to get me. Oh Oh, yeah, I'm the youngest of four. (laughs) So mean. Yep, she loves me now though. That's actually how I'm going home to see. She's having a baby. Dude, we did something really, this is
3: embarrassing to admit actually. This is really bad. I would kill my kids if they did this. My poor sister Erica, I think it was Krista and I, we were smoking a cigarette so I was probably like 16, you know? I was like, you know, this moody coffee shop smoker. <laughs> this moody smoker. La- black lipstick. Such a rebel. And I think Krista and I, Erica was with us, and we were going to smoke a cigarette, and we made her take a drag off it so that we, if she told on us, we would tell them that she smoked too. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Then she became a smoker for a while. Oh, it was our shit. fault. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. God. This is so awful. That is I just bad. thought of that. God, I'm such a shitty person. <laughs> oh man. All right. <sighs> well, Fallon, I don't know if any of that helped, but I don't know. Diet can be tricky, man. Diet? Diet. Nutrition. Oh. No, I was taught Fallon's the one with the kids. Oh yeah. Kids <laughs> kids can definitely be tricky.
0: Kids are definitely tricky.
2: And honestly, I'm trying to, I I imagine it from like uh, what my perspective would have been as a kid.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And clearly they're used to being yelled at by their parents because if the parents have yelled and then they continue to have sleepovers, it's a, well, it sounds like there's not a lot of consequences, zero consequence and um, parents aren't holding up, you know, they're They're uh, into the bargain, they're into the bargain. So, maybe in the middle of the sleepover and it's so loud, I would just go and knock on the door. i be like, excuse me, I understand you're having so much fun, but I'm not. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering how the Can parents- Can we create a schedule here? How like, are the parents sleeping through it? Because when my kids were up, probably we passing had a fairly out. large house when they were growing up, and we, I could hear everything that was going on in the house. They're probably passing out. Yeah. Are they... Yeah. They take maybe Ambien or something. They're just, they're just out. <laughs> I
2: don't know. Uh, All right. Well, you guys, we've talked about some stuff and, and also absolutely nothing for the last <laughs> 55 minutes. Yeah. Um,
3: We had some other questions that we wanted to answer. And obviously, there's a lot going on in our world right now still in the CrossFit community and with Black Lives Matter. And we still want to... Maybe talk about that a little bit, uh, but probably not today because it would take too long.
2: Well, unrealistically, this, I've definitely received some questions about everything's happening in CrossFit. If you're listening and you're like, why, what's happening? I'm not the person to tell you. So just Google it. Yeah. But in a nutshell, it's crumbling, but also not quite sure if it's going to crumble, but it's crumbling. <laughs> and for people that have been asking me about it. I do not have anything besides an opinion and I'm not going to give that because it's not going to make anything better and it's not going to make anything worse. I never worked there. I was a contracted analyst at the CrossFit Games, but I never worked in the office. I spent a lot of time there, but again, it's it's a big company. So some of the stuff that's like happening right now It's not as if every person that worked there could maybe really understand some of the things that have been talked about. Right. You know what I mean? If you guys don't, if you're wondering about this, you can check out Andy Stumpf, Stumpf, Mm -hmm. S-T-U-M-P-F, his podcast. Good dude. On his podcast, uh, he talks about this whole conundrum, explosion of CrossFit, and he worked there for a long time me did not work there you know uh, my opinion of how they ran the business I just never thought it was really ran like a good business and that's because I have two parents that own their own businesses very successful people and from the moment I was introduced to CrossFit I was like this is not structure this has no structure this makes no sense this isn't ran like anything that's going to last a long time this has a timestamp. And guess what? The timestamp has been stamped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So your guess is as good as mine as to what's going to come of everything that's happening. Um, well, in time we will tell. We can't time sit here tell. and speculate on something that's that why, we really don't and know that's, enough about. And that's why, if you're wondering why we haven't talked about sure, it. Sure, we have
3: an opinion, but that's what's that going to Yeah. What's it's gonna like, do?
2: all we're going to do is we're just going to add to, you know, add fuel to the fire and <laughs> no need for it it has enough yeah. <laughs> already yeah um and then i think it's super important just to remember that aside from the problems that are are being i don't know if they're being dealt with right now but things that are happening at crossfit hq that is separate from you know the community that, the, the community. community that has been built Yeah. you know and a thing with like the affiliation program, you know, it's done in a way that affiliates have a lot of power. They, they pay their, they pay their fee. They use the name and then they work with the affiliation team because it's important for CrossFit HQ and people that work with affiliates to make sure there aren't gyms out there that are like really doing stuff to like harm, like dirty the name or like, you know, but they, they let, they allow each business to sort of decide how they're going to run it. They have a lot of power. They make their own decisions. They choose their own pricing. You know, they do their own programming, like everything like that. So definitely don't assume that because of what's happening with CrossFit HQ, with Greg, that all of a sudden don't lump the whole world of CrossFit Community. into one thing. Yeah. You know, it is, it is different. It is separate. And um, just because there's some negative stuff that's being brought up from HQ that also doesn't mean that every person that worked for HQ is tied into that right you know um this needs to be dealt with and clearly it's it's being dealt with I don't know exactly how because it's not my place to insert myself into something that has nothing to do with me so I am as we learn stuff we will we can discuss it Mm -hmm. or fill you in but as of right now not really sure what's happening with all of it i just know that a lot of things have been brought up and it's public and it's upset a lot of competitors that have pulled out of the crossfit games which already made no sense that they were doing the crossfit games this year with a pandemic yeah really I weird i know i mean yeah. they just they're doing the rogue they just did the rogue invitational i know it was all like each person at home on zoom i'm like that's boring yeah <laughs> i mean i'm not doing it so right. obviously it's not boring for someone who really wanted to compete yeah. in that competition. But for me, it's like, I, you know, all these events have been canceled and you're still going to try and do the CrossFit Games. Like you're literally setting yourself up in California for right. the state to shut you down when everyone's here. Yeah.
3: yeah but yeah, who like... knows?
2: Um, I hope that things get worked out. Yeah. And well, an arb gym,
3: deaffiliated.
2: Yes. So yes. our CrossFit gym um, is now West Fitness mm-hmm. and it's epic. So if yeah. you're in Santa Cruz, come on by. Come on by. Um, a lot of gyms have de affiliated. To, was- to be completely honest, a lot of gyms have been around a long time. They don't need to be affiliated to be successful. What the gyms that would st- would really like need that is like newer gyms because it's like it gives them credibility to the like to right you know, the community wherever they're located. But not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> now it, you know, who knows? Maybe it'd be fine, or maybe it would like do be worse for you. Yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe. Yeah, and again, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> again, um, again, some of uh, some of I you are no definitely idea. listening right now, thinking like, "What the? Why are you tiptoeing around just, something? We're, we're not tiptoeing around anything. We just don't know enough
3: about it, and we can, you know,
2: in a nutshell, there we were there were some answers. there was some insight that was brought up about. Greg Glassman from Andy Stump, someone who worked there for a very long time. And it was kind of a response to stuff that was happening from Twitter because Greg had, Matter, you know, Greg has like made some tweets that were pretty insensitive and just poor timing. And that's how the conversation got brought up, which also dug up some more dirt. Sort of dirt. And if you want to know specifics, go ahead and listen to Andy Stump's podcast. He's a friend of mine. He, he's, it's a, and he used to work there and he used to work there, yeah. but very well-spoken. Um, Yeah. And if you really don't care, that's okay too. We're just touching on it for the people that are wondering. And from this point on, unless there's something that we really feel like we need to share with you, we're just not going to, we're just not going to talk about it because it's not our place to make speculation from, you know, I don't want to add to something that has nothing to do with us. Yeah. And if you're wondering, like, if you're wondering like, Brooke, you do CrossFit and you're big in the CrossFit community, it has everything to do with you. It really actually doesn't. Because like I said, the CrossFit community is so much Bigger and and more than just what happened only at CrossFit HQ. Good answer. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Yeah. On that note, we've been on this for an hour and people probably are sick of listening to us (laughs) talk about nothing. (laughs) And we are going to go right now after we say goodbye and gina is going to try out her new tap shoes oh yeah i got new tap shoes guys yep i ordered ordered some new tap shoes i've got mine we've got a piece of wood Uh uh-huh and we're gonna tap we're gonna go tap tap taparoo yeah so all right guys thank you for for listening yes don't Don't forget forget to to rate rate, review review, subscribe five star rating
3: five star star warning warning. and we'll talk to you guys next week Bye.